Welcome everybody to another episode of The Boys, presented by Shitpost. I am joined, as always, by Kyle, CJ, not JB tonight. I repeat, not JB. He is working overtime at Kyle's Cream Pie Factory. Kyle, why are you fucking making him little boy work OT? What's going on with that? It was voluntary OT. <laughs> he just uh, just working for uh, his family. Just a, just a, a, count, just a company a, man. A Carolina Grinding 7. It out. He's a grinder. A Carolina 7 got in the way. So those goddamn, <laughs> goddamn Carolina 7s. So it's a big week to recap NFL action here. But we're going to plug everything else we got in the sports world. Uh, Let's just jump right into it. We'll go right into baseball here. Uh, Boys, tell us about the St. Louis Cardinals. Tell us about the MLB. We got 10 minutes of time here for Open Sports uh, Forum. So uh, let it rip. We don't need to say shit about the Cardinals, except Albert Pujols, 697. Yeah, uh, that's, that's it because it's been a rough week otherwise. We're still seven games up, and we're up two. I know, I know, but they need to. This is not the time where they need to be playing inconsistent baseball. So they really need to cut that shit in the bud. And yeah, just... I mean, I I think I think if we if we just have an up and down week this week, right? Let's just get it out of the way, and then get get back on track. Like it, we knew we knew that we were going to stumble just a little at some point, yeah. right? So. Maybe maybe this isn't the worst thing that happens. They realize that they're not invincible, um, you know. I, but I like where we're at. We're up seven games. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I mean, I don't have much other than that. Uh, uh, Aaron Judge <laughs> hit fifty six and fifty seven last night. Yeah, uh, he's gonna zoom past sixty. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, uh, Dodgers clinch the West. Fucking thirty games left. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> It's fucking crazy. They're they're a bonkers team to watch. Yeah. Freddie Freeman going over there was fucking bullshit. Yeah, man, it did not help anybody else at all. Um but yeah, that's all the baseball stuff. I haven't actually watched a game since football started. So uh I meant to turn the game on tonight, but I got carried away doing some stuff around the house. Uh Yachty and Adam Wainwright set the all-time record tonight. Uh oh. For most starts together as a battery, so that's pretty cool. Um, that's a huge that, milestone. That's yeah. that milestone's one that nobody's going to touch for a very long time, if ever, because that means that they have to stay in the same team for and fourteen years. Run. Yeah, exactly. So probably not going to be touched. Um, at least not for a very very long time. Um, but other than that, I don't think anything notable has happened in baseball. Really, nothing that's caught my eye. Um, there's a lot of football stuff to get to though. So if yeah. you didn't have any, and I, and this goes for any sports. Uh, so the English Premier League got canceled last weekend because of the death of the Queen. So like, I don't even have anything to talk about there. Yeah. So uh, I'm honestly yeah. cool with spending the rest of the show on football. Yeah, one one weird thing that happened uh, in golf uh, with the DP World Tour. Uh, they the Queen died obviously, so they canceled a day. Um, of golf and they only played 54 holes which is kind of funny you know because uh liv only plays 54 holes normally and uh it was just ironic right the first the first like actual uh points tournament that they play in since they've all 
uh, defected, it actually gets canceled into a fifty-four hole tournament. So that was kind of funny, but Fucking other than God, that, I don't, God I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who. <laughs> won it. Uh, no one cared about it. Uh, it's, it's a shitty tournament. I didn't even know um, that it was a thing. So it, yeah, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, man, let's get to football. I'm pumped. Well, hang on. Did you see that? Uh, the LIV got shot down by uh, Apple TV for the uh, exclusive broadcast rights. Talk <laughs> <laughs> about that for a second. I th- I'm pretty sure it's confirmed. But yeah, uh, LIV representatives approached Apple and thought it'd be great to fucking put on like Apple TV where the fuck they sure. have, and they were willing to pay money to get onto Holy that streaming shit. platform instead of like the other way around is from what I read. Yeah. And uh, they, Apple just said, no, fuck you. We ain't doing it. <laughs> so I don't think because their last event is this weekend, I think. Yeah. So then they, a lot can happen, but they don't have a fucking TV deal. They just going to stream on YouTube again. What the fuck are we going to do there? I guess, but you're not making any money that way. Are you? Well, you get, you know, I mean, the, I'm sure the ad are. revenue and the sponsors from yeah, YouTube but, anyway, but like that that compares to nothing to fucking uh, to Apple on, on, or yeah, fucking Apple Prime or, or something like that. You know, Fox you got, or CBS you, or NBC. Yeah, you, you got to think if, if fucking Apple shot them down, then who's going to pick them up? Anybody will, but they need to stop having Greg Norman fucking negotiate for them. That's no shit. That dude's a fucking idiot. But all right. <laughs> I wanted on to get football. that. Wanted to get that out of there. We are on. We are on to the week one recap slash roundtable with the boys. I got a couple of things we're gonna get to here. Then we're gonna do the roundtable segment. Each boy is gonna bring up something that uh, they saw from week one. An observation they want to bring up. We're gonna do this every single week. It's gonna be we like threes here. We like doing three picks. We got shit post picks coming up. We got three subjects and a wild card fourth. You get three picks and a wild card lock. We've got a format. It's on Google Docs. We look at this. We are highly professional. Revenge games in the NFL were 0-2. Baker did not fucking cook, and neither did Russ. Russ did not cook either. That's okay. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's start with Baker first. What did we learn from that game? I talked mad shit about Baker for months, and yep. then all of a fucking sudden, it's week one energy. And I say, you know what? I could go for a fucking storyline. Baker Mayfield. These boys, Panthers one and a half. It was never the Panthers. It was always the Browns. It was. Uh, fucking Kareem Hunt just showed up and said, hold my dick. Because all he in just showed up myself. Like, he just showed up and was talking to the other 31 teams and was like, hey, yo. <laughs> Watch great. this shit. <laughs> Call yeah. me. Great for I, me. Uh, me. <laughs> dude, I got, him, I got him off of waivers in two Yahoo leagues this week. Like what? He, he had twenty nine points last week. Quick sidebar on Kareem Hunt. Do we think he gets moved? Yeah, yeah. Oh I, bef- man. I mean, I, honestly, that's a, actually it's a good question. Uh, I mean, man, if not, I'm Cleveland, I want to keep him. Not without Deshaun in town. Uh, I think you have to. I think your only hope on offense is a one two punch between yeah. Kareem and Chubb. I think if you shell yeah. Kareem out of town, it's. There, that one running back that had that filled in last year that had a big week, and Jacoby. Uh, I think I don't know, but they they are they are infinitely more dynamic, obviously, with Kareem Hunt there than without. Right. At least right now, with Deshaun, you can kind of make up some of that. But yeah, I, yeah, so I think the thing that the thing to think about there is just he is a unrestricted free agent this off season. He's already talked yeah. about wanting to get out of town. So if they let's say they're wanting. 
six or two and five going into the week seven, week eight trade deadline area. You think they move them then? Just trying uh, to get some- I, I would in that scenario, I would say probably just to get something back for him. Right. I mean, he you can probably get uh, maybe a second round pick and, and something else back for him. Um, I mean, and who knows? I mean, if he puts up, you know, six, seven games over 150 yards like he did last week. And, uh, and I mean, to. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they need him to. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe you squeeze a first round pick out of him. I don't I don't know that that's super likely, but. Probably. I, I think you're, I think you're looking more second, third round pick, but hear me out. There's a team that is a injury factory at running back that has a quarterback <laughs> yeah. that they can send Jimmy Garoppolo and a fourth for Kareem. Yeah, yeah. that's a great deal. Who, said, who says that. no? You get your stop back quarterback until uh, your fucking big fucking finger in the bum savior Deshaun comes back. <laughs> Fuck it. It's and then, a- and then, when Deshaun does come back and he's airmailing it fifty feet over everybody's head because he hasn't played football in two years, Jimmy, we still Chin. have Jimmy Weekchin. They can so, change that horrible elf game. logo. They can change that horrible elf logo on the field to uh, uh, just handsome Jimmy out there, just with Deshaun putting his just putting his finger right in his taint. Yes, the tickler. <laughs> they changed their name to the Cleveland Ticklers. Um. So back to analyzing the game. Yes. Uh, uh, yep, yep. <laughs> defense looks very good uh, from front to back, from butt to front. They look great. Uh, <laughs> their running game obviously still electric, um, but they, you know, even whenever Deshaun does come back, I'm not. Other than their running backs, I, I'm not really impressed with their weapons. Other than that, I think oh. Jacoby looks good. Uh, he was able to manage a game. Now, obviously, he played against a weak defense and a, a pretty poor team. But still, he got the job done. So that's all you can really say. Um, you can't really hold that against him. So he he went into Carolina, showed up, and uh, his opposition did not. So good on him. Yep. yep. I, I don't have anything positive to say about Carolina. I do have one thing positive, but I'll say that uh, I'll I'll talk about that when we do our pick coverage. Baker Mayfield looked like fucking hot garbage for three quarters of that fucking game. Do you remember CJ when we were sitting down there and they didn't even show the replay of the interception he threw? He threw. Yeah. I think it was DJ Moore yeah. on uh, a five yard end, and he threw it right to the linebacker, and the linebacker was so surprised. Like he was just like he just broke down coverage and like you know he checked the tight end and like by the time his hands dropped the ball was coming like right like none of all of us would have caught that ball and oh, then yeah. even the announcer was just like oh and Baker's intercepted like it was just it was they I was begging them get... I was begging them to show the replay and they wouldn't do it yeah they because just skimmed right past it he's not a good quarterback guys I know it's week one and we're prone to overreactions like when I said the Niners are going to be garbage which I'm going to touch on later. I do think they're going to struggle. I think Trey Lance is going to struggle this year. I don't think he's going to run away with it. That's why they kept Jimmy. He's going to struggle. That's all I'm going to say. They're not going to be shit. They're they're going to win 10 games. That's not shit. Hey, I thought you said we were going to get to it. I can't, I can't <laughs> help myself. I can defend myself there. But Baker Mayfield, it's week one. He's cooked. He's washed. Start Sam Darnold. No. Yep. First wow. of all, no. That's the fucking answer. No, the lamestream media. Why don't, why don't we... Getting hurt. 
Why don't we just rekindle the fucking year of the shit quarterback and sign Josh Rosen? Fucking start him. I mean, I could just pick up Baker on the shit train because he's shit. Mm-hmm. Me, me and Bake fucking uh, re- rekindled romance here. Anywho, let's move <laughs> on to the next revenge game that failed. Uh, Geno Smith. We saw peak Geno Smith. The Geno Smith. West Virginia Geno. Yes. Let's go. The motherfucking Geno Smith heard Russ say, let's ride. And said, oh, bet. And fucking, what What did Gino say in that fucking interview? The haters wrote him off and he didn't write back. Put yeah. that on a fucking I, shirt and I fucking reply, sell it. That's what he said. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't reply. reply. Put that on a fucking <laughs> shirt. The Seattle Seahawks winners, big Monday night, Denver, Russell Wilson's return home. He got booed by the fans when he ran. That's not shocking. Back. That's not shocking. That was pathetic. Yeah, Seattle fans are shit. It was not. Um, Russell Wilson is the only fucking quarterback that team has ever had. Don't don't fucking say Matt Hasselbeck. It's Russell Wilson (laughs) and then 50 yards of shit and then Matt Hasselbeck. Like, let's be fucking real here. You you want want me to sum up Matt Hasselbeck's career in one fucking sentence? (laughs) We want the the ball and we're going to score. And then what's he do? Six Pick six, six ends it. <laughs> Just an absolutely Listen, asinine thing to do. I, I've been. I'm. I'm a big Russ guy. Everybody knows that. We've, we've talked about it at length. Um, I feel like we're about to talk about it some more. No, no, not really. I just. I. <laughs> I, I actually want to hear like, what you have to say. I want to hear what you have to say about Russell's performance and just what happened. I just want to hear. Well, I mean, he threw for three hundred and twenty-nine yards and yep. two touchdowns. So, I mean, he played fine. Uh, it was nothing that he did. He the that kick at the end was fucking absurd. The time okay? management. You the you decision. just paid you paid a guy two hundred thirty five million dollars to let thirty seconds run off the clock, so you have what fourteen seconds left, and then you're not even going to give him the ball to get five yards. <laughs> you think you Dude. Russell r- right now? Russell Wilson's a top ten quarterback in the NFL. Am I wrong? No. Yeah, no. Okay. Top 10 quarterback in the NFL. You paid him $235 million, and you don't think he can get five yards? Fuck out of here. Well, that was, if that yeah. wasn't the yeah. Packers game management I've ever seen. Yeah. I was just about I, to bring that That's up. exactly what it I is. I have never, ever, like, if it's your debut in prime time as a head coach in the NFL, and you let 35 fucking seconds come off the clock just so you can lose. And by the way, he was never close on that kick. No, that no, would have tied that would have tied the NFL record for longest field. Yeah, no, I don't if it if they were in mile high, maybe. Mm-hmm. If they're mile high, maybe. Because he because yeah, I'll McKinney give it to him at mile high. Great power kicker. Mm-hmm. But in Seattle, that's tough. Yeah. Yep. And Horrible coaching. Horrible coaching. Uh, I didn't like the load management of Javante Williams and no, that was Gordon Jr. Fucking bad. I, see, Dude. I called that the whole Javon- fucking way. We, Javante we was about the whole time. 10 yards yeah. a touch. Yep. Eight to ten yards a touch. And and so the, the, the load management was awful. Jerry Judy had two big drops at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um so and also in the very beginning. Let's call a spade a spade. Russ didn't look good. He was overthrowing everything. Yeah. He was looking really shaky. And then he kind of figured it out. But by the time he figured it out, 
then the Judy drops started to come. Yeah. Then it was it just kind of open besides Judy, which is which was part of the problem. Yeah. Corton Sutton had a lot of success early on in the game, but as the game went on, they started to take him out of it. And Judy was the only one doing anything, but he kept dropping the fucking ball. Yeah. So it, it, there's only so much that Russ can do. I think he didn't look good for a lot of the game, but once he kind of started to figure things out and get into yeah. rhythm, he looked a lot better. And then his coach didn't even believe in him and give him a yeah, chance. That's I, I think the big takeaway from this game is Seattle fans suck. Uh, that the, he carried that team on his back for ten years, yep. and well, I mean, okay, yeah, well, he wasn't yeah, the yeah, main yeah, reason they I mean, had, his legion of boom years. But yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. But you get what I'm saying. He was yeah. the the most talented player on that team for ten years, and then what what he did for that city is incredible. Mm-hmm. And you're he sports comes fans out suck. Like yeah, fuck fuck yeah. sports fans. We say fuck Cardinal fans all the time on this podcast because they suck, and I mean it wholeheartedly. I, I absolutely i I hate ninety five percent of Cardinal fans I've ever met in my life. Um, Y'all suck. But the the other the other big takeaway: if you're a Denver fan, don't freak out. All right, like no. listen, it's Russ's first game as a Bronco, new system, new coach. The coach clearly was fumble fucking his way around. So yeah. you got that going for you. And Russ is going to be fine. He threw for 329, two touchdowns. And he didn't do anything wrong. You ran into a buzzsaw named Geno fucking Smith. Uh, yeah. All right. Geno decided that might be to play Gino's his best, best fucking game. game of the year. I mean, he was he was That's fine. in the third and fourth no, it was, quarter. It was, it but was great. He, he played the, the first half. Was yep. I, I did not know he could do that. He didn't do that with the Jets. <laughs> it was we never saw that, that with defense. the Jets. Yeah. It, was, it, was it was West Virginia Geno. That's exactly what it was. For two quarters, he was the best. He was the best quarterback in the NFL. For you're, two you're absolutely right. He looked you're insane. Right. He looked insane. Do, he did. Do I think that that carries over for the rest of the season? Absolutely nope. not. Hell, that but, might be one of three wins. But and hey, that's, that's fine. They, what a time to do it. They, if you fade the Seahawks rest of the year, you're going to make money. I'm just going to tell yeah, you that right now. If you yeah, fade them, you're going to make money. They're. I'm pretty sure they're favored to beat the 49ers this week. No, they no, are. no, no. They are like nine and a half point underdogs. Oh, are they? Well, yeah. then that makes that makes a lot of sense then. <laughs> yeah. No, the Niners are fucking. There, there's some so, yeah. huge lines here, but we're gonna keep it going here. Ooh, the pack- hold on, I have a I have a relevant question. Okay. Right now, who do you who do you take as your starting quarterback? Geno Smith or Trey Lance? Ooh. Like today? Right now, who's starting tomorrow? If I had to win well, a football game tomorrow, Geno Smith. Still, let's go. I, yeah, yeah, if I had to win tomorrow, it's Geno Smith. If I'm building a franchise, it's train to shine, baby. Yeah, but if we're winning a game tomorrow, okay, it's fucking <laughs> Geno all the way. The Packers, we're gonna let Kyle just uh, basically mentally and maybe very physically fucking jack himself off to this one. The Packers get absolutely stumped. It's been a trend of theirs. What the hell was that? You got a robot talking to you? You, we, you, uh, you and JB live in like Smart House, that fucking Disney movie. Remember that shit? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's back. You got my, uh, you got my Google Home. I started <laughs> to play some music on Spotify. Um, yeah. Uh, Packers of this so friend, game, let us know. Yep. That that game, that game was very predictable. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. I think all of us would have agreed that uh, Minnesota was going to dice them up. And I don't know. Mortal yeah. lock, mortal lock, Minnesota money line. Mortal lock. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Um, 
I don't I don't know why we 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 were told that their defense was so good because it's either <clears throat> Justin Jefferson has the best footwork in the NFL or they're just really bad all, all around. They just played a really bad game. Now we all know that historically Aaron Rodgers Packers teams are slow building teams that kind yeah. of figure it out. I don't know what the fuck they're going to figure out because they couldn't block. If Bakatari is fucking out for 10 games again, that team's fucked. Yep. He was on his ass the entire game. Nobody was open. And when they were open, they dropped the ball. So either Odell is going to show up there and like have a magically repaired ACL <laughs> or they're fucked. Like I legitimately, this leads into our picks, but I have some anti-Packers um, takes for this week. Um, so my, the way, my th- the way, Go ahead, the way they looked, I don't know who who's not beating them. Like they, they looked legitimately horrible. Week one in the Aaron Rodgers, they said Jay Cutler had bad body language. Uh, he was fucking. He Are was you? That was the, the sideline. That was the most unprofessional display of leadership I have just, ever seen in my life. Just sitting like, on the sideline, laughing. Fucking everybody. You're supposed to be the leader. These are fucking rookies that are still learning the system, still yeah. getting used to the speed of the NFL, and you don't give them a drop to figure it out. Yeah. Like, it was just super unprofessional, super uncool, and super predictable coming from Aaron Rodgers. Because when it doesn't go his fucking way, he's like LeBron when it doesn't go LeBron's way. He just fucking bitches and moans and motherfucks everybody and blames everybody else. Yeah. I hate Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and I'm and... glad that this is happening. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all happy that this is happening. In yep. other Green like, Bay... Justin Jefferson. Justin Yeesh. Jefferson and... Uh, yeah. Like, he, it wasn't just that he was getting open and slicing up their zone defense. Why did they stay in zone defense? They also anyway, did put fucking Jair Alexander on him, their best DB, the whole game. He was on the no, Yeah, maybe because they're afraid they're afraid to lose value in, a, in somebody they might trade in the future. Uh, could be, yeah. Hiding him on somebody else that he can actually cover, the white guy. Um, Aha. Either Justin Jefferson's footwork is like otherworldly. Like it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't just that he was getting open. His catch radius, whenever he caught the ball, he had at least three to four yards of separation to work with. He, yeah. Nobody was ever around him. It's like they oh. didn't even game plan for him to play because he's just open eight times. If that guy is wide open eight times a game, it's 200 yards. Almost every game. And that's what happened. Like, they just wouldn't cover him. They wouldn't. How are you not doubling him? He's projected to be, to take this huge leap as the best receiver in the league, and you're not doubling this cat? At least a little bit? Switch out of the fucking zone defense because it's obviously not working. Even Adam Thielen got some fucking looks. Yep. Yeah, I Um, think. And Kirk didn't make any mistakes. So yeah, I think I think when you say Justin Jefferson's supposed to make the leap to the best receiver in the league, I, I think he is the best receiver in the league. I mean, the only reason it's, it's goddamn close it's, if it's not. It is. It's one A, one B with Diggs and Jefferson for me. And like yeah. after seeing what he fucking did to Jalen Ramsey opening night, Jesus I still, Christ. I still gotta the give Rams it, I still gotta pants. give it to Diggs. My God, he just burned him time after time after time after time. Yep. 
so yeah, I still go digs, but like it's one A, one B. It's so fucking close. I, I just I've never I watched that me and Jake watched that whole Vikings game. And I've just never seen somebody that wide open on a consistent basis for an entire game before. It was fucking nuts. Yeah. In, uh, the Packers in other, aren't a good football team. No, they're not. They're bad. Uh, in other Green Bay news, uh, Brett Favre implicated in a $5 million fucking welfare scheme because he's a dirty old prick uh, funneling welfare money into his daughter's volleyball team. Which is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Do you know who else he's involved with with that fucking scam? I, di- I didn't read the whole thing. I just the DiBiase's the DiBiase family. Yes, <laughs> million dollar fucking man and his boy old Ted. <laughs> Hell of a scheme they got going on, in Mississippi boys. That's we'll hilarious. We'll probably cover that on a different topic. Moving on to the third, I got to fire up my phone here to get the script. Dallas, how could I forget about that? Uh, Dallas is in fucking trouble. Dak Prescott going to miss eight weeks. Requiring a procedure on his thumb. Uh, that's not that's not entirely true. Uh, Jerry said he expects him back in four. Okay. Yeah. So let me hit the rewind. He's not button. a doctor, though. Yeah. Let me true, hit the but button here. he just broke his thumb, so it's he didn't tear any tendons. Uh, no ligaments are torn. So uh, four weeks for a broken thumb with that extensive of a, a treatment program. Uh, four weeks is feasible. Per yeah, but J- Jerry Jones and CJ, four weeks on Dak. So Cooper no, Rush is quarterback for the next four weeks. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if he's back in four him, weeks. I'll give him six weeks because I personally think it's a six to ten week injury. I think yeah. the, I think Cowboys are fucked. Um, Big fuck. Cooper Rush, uh, I don't know how they're going to score more points and more than ten points a game with Cooper Rush at quarterback. Well, they're not. Um, that's how. Especially, I mean, we can, I think we're getting pretty close to a C.D. Lamb conversation, uh, but Jake had said that he wants to be here for that. Um, but that dude needs to make plays. He's not getting open. Uh, he's not getting any separation. And he did drop some balls. So he's got a, he's the guy now. Like they, they shipped out Amari. It's on him now. He, he's, he needs to take that step like Justin Jefferson is as the next guy. And he's, he's just got to be better. And I think he'd admit that. Uh, Zeke didn't look bad. Zeke looked good, actually. Yeah. Um, he's tackled, he's finding holes. He's, he's fucking, he's still a really good running back. Um, but I do think that Dallas is big fucked. Uh, I think we all saw Tampa winning that game, but I don't think any of us really saw it to be that fucking bad also um, uh tom did not look good no uh, but he looked all right he did he he looked he, he looked fine he didn't look like tom brady for a though. guy who who hasn't practiced all yeah, summer and spring, that's what I, that's what good. i'm saying i mean that's he was connected with julio pretty fucking good he made julio look like yeah. fucking Dude. 2016 super bowl run julio bro let's talk about julio because julio does legitimately he's gonna be He's gonna Great. he's gonna be a problem. Godwin's gonna be out, which means Julio's gonna slide into that role. Julio's going to compete to be in the top twenty wide receiver this year. If, oh if yeah, Tom absolutely. Stays, if Tom stays healthy and does not fall off the cliff that Max Kellerman says he's been trying to fall off of for the past ten years. Julio's gonna be a problem. <laughs> can we, can we just talk? Julio. Fucking Max Kellerman, Jesus Christ! We got deep threat who. Deep threat Julio again, like that. That's wild. He hasn't been a deep threat for what five years. 
Yeah. He's just been a fucking hooking in and fucking just catching yards and not really doing a whole lot, not really trying to do be still be that guy. And old Tom gets a hold of him and he's like, Oh yeah, I'm still that motherfucking guy. Mike Mike looked great. Yep. Mike Evans looked great. Leonard Fournette looked fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Playoff Lenny. Sunday night Lenny, my boy. Yeah, Tampa's offense. Tampa's offense took a minute to get going, but once they once they hit their stride, they were just fine. Uh, yeah. I, the only reason I said Tom didn't look good is that he just looked like he hadn't practiced, you know. Yeah. And and he hasn't. <laughs> exactly, you know, he hasn't. And who cares? It, give him two, three games, and he'll be fucking, you know, darting people down the sideline. No big deal. Um, I, I think Tampa's a fucking problem for a lot. Yeah. Of people. Once I get to that into that midseason form. If Lenny yeah. stays on the field, if Williams uh, – Julio Evans, doesn't get hurt. If Mike Evans stays healthy all year, he'll have 1,600 yards and 12 touchdowns. Like, yeah. he – I agree. He hasn't had one of those big seasons in about two or three years, but, like, he, he's poised for a huge year, I think, especially with the addition of Julio. Yeah. I think Julio is going to help him become a more complete receiver just as a mentor in general. Yeah. Um, that, that game was ass – incredibly boring <laughs> and, I, and I was sad to see Dak get hurt because I do enjoy watching Dak play yeah. but here we are again another season another Dak injury so yep yeah I mean at what at what point do you do you just say I mean I you're not going to give up on Dak because he he's an incredible talent you know, when he's healthy, he is. Yeah, we haven't seen it in fucking years, though. That's I know, I know. But when he's healthy, he's he's great. You know, uh, the problem is but, the problem is the problem is now they can't. They're stuck with him, yep, whether yeah. they want him or don't. Well, yeah, they broke him off. They finally paid him. Yeah. So and yeah, it'll be what? interesting to see how how things with the Cowboys progress. Um. But yeah, Tom looked good. Cowboys looked bad. Uh, Trayvon. Um, predictably didn't show up. Uh, I, I like to have a conversation about him sometime too, because he's not a cornerback. He's a free safety. Yeah. That we thinks he's that. the best cornerback in the league. He's not. <clears throat> Interceptions don't equate to being the best cornerback in the league. Oh, I mean, no. it means you Stopping were able to make people some. Does. You should be celebrated for that. But the reason Darrell Revis doesn't lead the have the all-time record interceptions is because people don't throw to the side of the good cornerbacks exactly which is another reason why we we need to have a take a really good look at uh jalen ramsey because boy oh boy wolf but i'll tell you what i i uh jalen ramsey may be my number two hated player in the nfl oh i I don't have i don't have a reason i just hate him same same thing with stefan diggs uh, but man, when Stefan Diggs was on the sideline, just screaming, I'm that fucking guy. Suck my dick, you piece of shit. You cannot cover me. It was it was electric. Yeah. That dude, he, he knew straight up going into that game, I'm gonna fucking roast you. And he did yeah, for dude. 140 yards. Yeah. Like, dude, I locked down corner my ass. You ain't shit, bud. No, he's really not. Um, 
I don't know why they don't play him at a free safety spot. They just let him sit back there, play the Earl Thomas slash um, that really good season where Eddie Jackson had like nine interceptions or whatever, like three touchdowns. Like just let him sit back there and be a cherry picker because that's all he does. He doesn't try to cover you. That's why they run so – That I think that's another reason why they run such a deep zone because like – Yeah. You can't cover anybody. See, if you – yeah, it's just not worth talking we, about. We could go on but, all goddamn day about their coverage. It, it doesn't do any good. Um, I, I hope you're going to let me talk about it. About what? By all means, keep going. The 4-0 and Chicago Bears. <laughs> How about them apples? Bears won a fucking ball game. Hey, it was a – Rough and tough, fucking oh, flooded, oh. fucking. It was a, it was a hell of a game to watch. I mean, that was we, like we, we watched prime, the whole thing. That was like prime fucking Soldier Field performance. It was, dude. <laughs> you so want to talk I, about a twelfth man? <laughs> yeah, no shit. So I've been to one football game my entire life, and it was at it was at, it wasn't at Soldier Field. It was when the Bears were playing uh, in Champaign. Sorry, my dog's in here. Uh, and it was like they were playing the fucking Jets, and it was like negative five degrees, and there was like fifteen inches of snow on the ground. And I just had like we're sitting there watching that game, and I'm like, I get it, you know, that shit sucks for everybody. But man, that place was electric. Uh, I I mean, nothing like super crazy happened, but Bears Bears played a hell of a game. Dante Dante Pettis with the revenge touchdown. Yep. Former former 49er. Like, I, obviously, I, I'm just happy that the team won. But all in all, I think the defense looked really good. Uh, I think they were able to get stops when they needed to. I think they were eight, not really getting pushed around by what's supposed to be a good rushing attack. Um, I'm not going to judge Trey Lance at all on that game because that was like playing in a literal hurricane. Like, that was ridiculous. So, I'm not going to, you know – judge him or Debo for all the fumbles uh, harshly. That would Anybody who comes out on top in that game is lucky. Uh, Justin made a couple of really great plays. You you know, um, I think the team was really well coached, though. I think that was the biggest thing that that stood out to me while watching that Bears game was Mm -hmm. not necessarily the first half, obviously. But I feel like – Flus made some halftime adjustments. I was going to say, the halftime – And really hammered the team in. Really, really hammered the team in in the second mm-hmm. half, got them ready to fucking play, and, and he got results. Like, that's – after watching Matt Nagy as a Bears fan over the past five seasons, <laughs> we didn't have that in one single motherfucking No, game. I was going to say it's a complete 180 from what you just had to what you have now. It makes me feel so much better as a fan. I know we're going to win at the very, very tippy-top ceiling six, seven games if we perform perfectly the entire year. That's probably not going to happen, but that's the ceiling, and I know that. But, like, seeing my team be well-coached like that, adjust to adversity against a really good team. Now, they didn't have fucking uh, Mitchell for most of the game because he got hurt early. They didn't have George Kittle. So that's also an advantage that the Bears were able to take. But when Justin needed to make a big throw, he made that fucking throw. Yeah, I'm very excited about him. I'm very excited about 
the Bears being coached by Flus because I think he's a very good football coach. I don't think he excels at any one thing, but I think he's a lot like um, like a Mike Tomlin in that regard, where he's just he gets he gets the team ready to go, and he did so. Um, I'm happy if the Bears win zero more games because obviously that'd be a good pick. I'd love to get some Will Anderson up in the in Chi Town, but um, it was really fun to watch the Bears win a game. Uh, hasn't happened a whole lot, especially not early over the last few years. So uh, that was cool. It's cool to see Justin excel. Um, obviously, he had a bad first half with that pick, but he really turned it around. Kind of, and he kept his you know, his head on straight, like he didn't get too overwhelmed by the moment. Like, oh, fuck. He, he throws that pick in the first half. You you could just see everything going downhill, but he, he stayed even keel and was able to overcome it. So that was really cool to see. Dylan, what do you think about that game? Uh, it was played in a monsoon, and I don't think it really told us shit about shit. Uh, yeah. I think that the – I mean, the Bears, the Bears defense did look good. Trey Lance looked overwhelmed. Trey Lance looked like that he was struggling playing every aspect of the quarterback position. Uh, that's why I think both teams are going to – we're going to get a better judge of both teams this weekend with who they play with. The, the Niners should be able to walk all over the fucking Seattle Seahawks. And the Bears, I think that they could be competitive with Green Bay, which we're going to touch on to the picks. But we're going sure to keep this moving on here to the shit post roundtable. Everybody's going to bring up something they saw in week one. I'll keep it real simple. Uh, New England Patriots, it's going to be a long season for me. It's going to be a long season for the Pats Nation. Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are not it on offense. I know it's only week one. I'm not pulling the fire alarm yet. We're going to have a little bit more of a more tender matchup with uh, the Steelers with T.J. Watt being out. Uh, I think that one's going to tell a lot. Uh, Ty Montgomery got fucking hurt, uh, which is fantastic for me because I have no idea. Why is is Mac Jones throwing to Ty Montgomery? I wish – Kyle, I wish you could have seen his fucking face. The first ball that Ty Montgomery caught, I thought Dylan was going to fucking die. Caught for a touchdown. <laughs> he fucking, he said, fucking Montgomery. Ty Montgomery? Are you fucking kidding me? I didn't know he was on the team. I I saw his name pop up in the pregame, and I went, wait, what? And then it I saw him so taking funny. snaps that Ramondre Stevenson would normally take, and then he scored our only touchdown. It was, it was a fucking... It was a watershed moment for me watching this. I'm like the Ty Montgomery from the Packers from like 15 years ago. The Ty Montgomery. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, how is he still on an NFL team? I, I no don't understand. Idea. He I mean, was a free agent last year. He didn't play last year. No, I don't. That that's there's gonna be more Patriots saga shit coming in in weeks here, but I, it's it's not gonna be great, boys. This offense is going to struggle. If we think Ty Montgomery is the answer, this offense is going to fucking struggle. <laughs> if we, like, Johnny Smith was more involved, which I like to see. Hunter Henry didn't get shit for looks. Devontae Parker should have had a touchdown. It was a bad hold that was not fucking called. It was obviously defensive pass interference. Obviously should have been a tutty, but we just looked like shit. Pats are in for a long year. Belichick's running a good old boys system now. Also, where the fuck Steve Belichick? What happened to Steve? <laughs> I didn't, see, probably, I didn't see Steve one time. Probably coked out on an island somewhere, if I had to guess. I'd rather be coked out <laughs> on an island than in fucking 100-degree, 100%, 100% humidity Miami getting clapped by fucking Tua Turnsabalova, who looked okay. 
Fuck you, JB. To a yeah, fuck it, dude. The first fucking ball he threw to Tyreek over thirty yards was like seventeen yards <laughs> underthrown. Yep. I was like, what did I fucking say? This is exactly what's gonna happen all fucking year. I don't care how <laughs> fast Tyreek is. Tua cannot get the ball there. He ain't gonna be able to time it. He just he is not, not Patrick Mahomes. No. I don't know. I mean, seven catches, 94 yards, and a touchdown. I'll take that as a fantasy owner yeah, every week, so that's pretty good for of, me. No, that's fine. As a fantasy owner, it's great. But He, he did you, all his damage on the short pass. It, that's what I'm getting. saying. Yeah. Which, which I, it's, it's not yeah. really a big deal. Yeah, that's that's the but game plan. It's yeah. not following a game plan. Yeah, but no, that's, how, many, how many times we see Tyreek Hill go fucking run 50 yards down the field and Pat just fucking zip down to there? I think people were expecting – of course, Tyreek Hill's a great receiver. He's going to do his thing. Absolutely. But this bombs away offense. I've heard this shit. He's the most accurate quarterback in the league. I mean, if we're if he, we're just throwing fucking short passes and dump offs and be as fucking accurate as you fucking want, but Tua can't throw the ball more than twenty five yards down the field. He can't. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Wow. I have not seen accurate passes from him more than three times a game. I really haven't. Just pay attention. You got to pay attention to him. Well, the last time stuff, I checked in the NFL. The last time I checked in the NFL, the only numbers that actually matter are wins and losses, and he's one and zero. So you got to give it to him. And that defense looked fucking good too. Not nah, fuck him. Nope. No. Nope. Scored seven points. No. No. <laughs> no. We have fucking. We have two glue eating fucking idiots on our fucking <laughs> offensive coaching staff. Matt Patricia. And Joe fucking Okay, judge. so then can we have the conversation that maybe Belichick's a little past his fucking prime? Hey, that's why I said we got we got to give it a few more weeks. It's a good old boys club right now. I'm I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt, but I think we have to have a very serious conversation here that Belichick might be off his fucking rocker. He's fucking I, washed. I, I would he say might it's be been, off his rocker. It's probably been like that for a couple of years. We're just now catching the end of it. Throw the COVID year and Cam Newton out the window. Mac Jones had a great year last year. It's just the, the, the personnel. Brady was able to make up for so many inefficiencies, i.e. not having great talent at receiver, uh, not having top 10 running backs. Brady was able to make up for that. And I think Belichick maybe thinks he could do the same with Mac. Mac Jones isn't even in the same realm of quarterback of Tom no. Brady. He's not even on the same planet. They're in separate solar systems. It's very feasible Mac Jones never sniffs a Super Bowl. It's very feasible that fucking Bill Belichick never gets back to the Super Bowl. He doesn't have to get back either is the thing. We have to separate Mac and fucking Belichick here. Belichick does not need to make another Super Bowl to cement his fucking legacy. Only him making another one with a different quarterback would enhance it. No, He's but still, how many? still a lock for Hall of Fame, a lock for in the yeah. conversation greatest coach of all time. But this, this from, from somebody who's a Pats fan who sees this, there's got to be a separation here. I want Mac Jones to succeed. I want Mac Jones to be the heir to Tom Brady. I understand what I'm saying when I say those words, that that's an incredible feat for somebody to do. And for us to do it with the first quarterback we have post Tom Brady would be fucking insane to do. So the odds are yeah. directly against us in that favor. So here, final final Pat's question. How, how long do you think before they give up on Belichick? They'll never do it, which is fine. Um, Just Belichick, until he Belichick's wants to retire. Earned, yeah, Belichick's earned his right to manage that team, That's to fair. have the opportunity to do something post-Brady. I mean, we're probably staring maybe another five, six years of Belichick. He's 71, 72, I think. He yeah. might be even older than that. He's not going to no, come to his 80s. 
I think him and Saban are the same age, and I think they're both 71. Okay, so he's not going to coach until he's fucking 80s. I could be fucking wrong. Belichick might be around for another 20 years, but he just has to – we have to – our team is miles behind the Bills talent-wise, and our team is just a step behind Miami, and we're we're two years ahead of the Jets, so that's always great. But right now, you look at the Chargers, the Bengals, the fucking Bills, the Chiefs, the the Broncos. We are we're the if we make the playoffs, it's fucking. Uh, I can keep going on about it, CJ. I want to hear what you guys say. Some some takeaway from Week One you got for me. I am just over the fucking moon, boys. Why? Because Detroit is a covering motherfucker. It's gonna happen all goddamn year long. That it, they may not be the most talented team in the league. Okay, but. That, that locker room is a team full of guys that want to fucking win, mm-hmm. regardless of how good they are. It we They were down, what, like 14 in the third quarter? And we were like, oh, fuck, Detroit's cooked, you know, bad news bears. And then all of a sudden we looked up and we were like, oh, shit, they're going to cover. I love it. Yep. My only, my only comment will be, and this is coming from a guy who is liking the Lions this year. Do not fall victim to hard knocksitis. No, I I know that that's a, a very real thing. I like the team, but it's not because of what I saw on hard knocks. No. It's, it's it's it begins and ends with Dan Campbell. Absolutely. Um, that uh, he, that dude. He's a motivating motherfucker. I would run through a brick wall for that guy. If he walked and in my that's house how that, right now, that is how the team feels. So, I think they could possibly be a covering machine this year. However, I am also very cautious when betting their games uh, going forward. At least, show me you can cover on a consistent basis, and maybe yeah. I'll start throwing some shekels your way. But I yeah. agree with that. Always got to be careful with the hard knocksitis. Yeah, you and you also have to realize that you're putting all your eggs in Jared Goof's basket. So, dude, he was goofing around. We, I want to make a, a fucking great shirt. game. He had a great game. I really want to make a goofing around T-shirt. It'd be uh, great. I I just hope that they they toe the line and and uh, keep it going. Uh, I was super thrilled that they covered. Um, I'm sure. I that that <laughs> might have been the most excited I was all weekend. Uh, when they covered three and a half. All right, Kyle, what you got for us? Um, you should think the Arizona Cardinals are going to be legitimately awful this year. I like that. Um, I think Kyler's Kyler is still going to get his, and also just keep in mind they are playing without DeAndre Hopkins for the first yeah. six games of the year. Um, their defense is fucking atrocious. Uh, they're mm-hmm. back to being one of the worst defenses in the NFC, if not the entire NFL. So um, uh, I'm really worried about that team. I think Cliff Kingsbury might be out after this year. Um, I think they might win. Like I think they have a potential to lose. Like seven and ten, yeah. I was I, I was going to say eight, eight and nine. So yeah, because I just it's week one. You're going up against one of the most 
the biggest teams in the AFC and you don't even remotely fucking show up. You get absolutely toasted by Clyde Edwards Hilaire and fucking uh, Patrick Mahomes. You can barely score on a very poor defense. Kansas City's defense is not good whatsoever. Um, other than Chris Jones at D-Tackle, that's like their best player. They just lost Tyran Matthew. Um, I was really disappointed. It just really kind of showed the mentality of that team. It's week one of the NFL, and you show up like that. You're supposed to be one of the up-and-coming playoff teams, and that's how you show up. So, um, for me, it was really disheartening as a as someone who has followed Kyler pretty much since he was at Oklahoma when I was living in Arizona. Um, I I also want to uh, warn fantasy owners about Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Okay. Like, yes, he, he had a good game against Arizona. But, like you said, really bad defense. That Their entire team was rolling. That I don't think that that is – like, I don't think that's going to happen over and over and over again. I think that eventually they're, they're going to need another running back. It's not going to happen this year. No, not that I'm just saying if you're a fantasy owner and you're like putting all your marbles in fucking Clyde Edwards Lair's basket, it's a bad move. Well, you no, should I mean, have you should have that rookie uh, Pacheco that uh, got uh, ten yeah. looks. The on um, that Clyde, Clyde the Glide was fine for what he is, but it's fool's gold. You need to pick up Pacheco yeah. and just fucking wait it out. Um now if you're a fantasy owner in a redraft league, play him this year. Oh sure, yeah. Because because Patrick is gonna go to him. Though I think we're going to see that little shovel toss a lot at the goal line. They don't have Tyreek anymore. They don't have anybody. I mean, Hardman's fast, but he it's he's not Tyreek. He's not going to be Tyreek. Not a good uh, route runner. No, Tyreek's, he's very – Tyreek's a very good route runner. Yeah, that's why he was always so fucking open. Um, <laughs> it, it's just um, – so they're going to rely on – CEH a lot um, in those situations um, because there's gonna they're gonna have three guys on fucking Kelsey yeah so they're gonna be I looking at Blair not as a running back more as a pass catcher out of the backfield yeah um, so if you are a fantasy mm-hmm. owner don't be afraid to use him but just keep in mind his point totals are gonna be very very touchdown dependent um, although he is one of my starts of the week this week yeah. What's next? Um, but yeah, yep. um, that that's pretty much all I have about the Cardinals. But I just I legitimately think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the NFC this year. And none of us picked them to be the worst team in the NFC or in in football, right? Uh oh, showed up like a bunch of bums. I'm out. <laughs> that's the cash sound effect. It is time for shit post picks week two. Yours truly finished last week at two and two. Mortal Lock hit one and zero. Mortal Locks. Kyle finished out one and three. Mortal Lock did not hit. He is on one of Mortal Locks. JB had the best week of us all at three and one. Mortal Lock did hit. CJ two and two. Mortal Lock did not hit. He had the uh, infamous three leg parlay. <laughs> so here we go. 
Our first game on the slate is the Cincinnati Bengals, who had a fucking just wild game against Steelers in week one. They are traveling to Dallas to take on the injured Cowboys. Line is seven and a half. The Bengals are favored over under is 41 and a half. I'll start us off here. Uh, This is Cincinnati um, seven and a half the whole way. Um, We saw Tampa Bay easily cover last week with death by field goal. Jamar Chase is going to – Joe Burrow is not going to have as bad as a game as he had against Steelers. Four interceptions. Joe no, that Shiesty. was a freak game. It was a freak. Week one's all, always fucked. He's Dick. also been out. He's also been out recovering from his appendectomy, so he hasn't yeah. practiced. Yes. Had those reps. Uh, you saw him looked- guys like like Stafford as well. Stafford looked a. He looked injured, and b. Yeah. He just he looked out of practice. Same thing with Brady. Brady looked out of practice. And well, he that- took a little warm up, and both of those guys, Brady and Burrow. Once it started to get going, they started to get in a rhythm. It just took him a while to get into a rhythm, and then he started fucking being Joe, Joe Burr. Yeah, don't don't forget that Joe Burrow came back two weeks early from that. He was he yeah. was not supposed to play week one. Uh, so him him throwing four picks, I don't give a shit. Uh, and they were jokey ones too. And fucking yeah, passes just, at the line of scrimmage, yeah. throwing it right into the arms of a fucking D end. Like those yeah. are. He probably won't throw another pick for um, two or three games. Actually, since we're talking about it, me and JB do have a little side bet. Um, My bet is that Joe Burrow will have zero uh, turnovers, and he said that Joe Burrow will have at least one turnover. $10 bet. Okay, okay. We'll see a little side action. Um, What's your lock this week for that guy? That game, I've got the um, seven and a half, minus seven and a half Bengals. Okay. Uh, JB's got the money line on that game. <laughs> I, I took the money line as well. Uh, I don't I, – I, it's not that I don't have faith in that seven and a half. Um, it's just once once it gets over seven in the NFL, it's a little bit dicey. Yeah. Um, so, I, I think if you just stick straight money line, throw a hundred bucks on it, you're pretty safe there. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, for me, it just came down to not really believing that Dallas can score points because even the, the thing to think about with that Bengals game last week, um, four first-half turnovers turned into 21 points. They Their defense was fucking elite in stopping – uh Pittsburgh. Now Najee got hurt. Mitch didn't look great. Uh DJ Deontay got Johnson. De- uh Deontay Johnson is coming back was coming back from a uh shoulder. He didn't really look himself. Um but their defense basically scored scored points by not allowing points in that first half and really really kept a minute long enough for Joe to find his rhythm. And they were kind of off from there. A little heartbreaking. They were able to come back and get the full win. Um, happy for Mitch Trubisky getting his first win as a starter in, in Pittsburgh. Not Mitch a whole a lot good more game. wins are coming their way, uh, no. I don't think. Um, especially Mitch with TJ Watt an okay being out. Game, though. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why Kenny Pickett will be the starter by probably week six. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I was I was trying but, to explain that to my dad earlier. He was like. 
I don't get it. I don't understand what you're saying. I'm like, dude, Mitch ain't it, bud. All right. Like as much as I want him to be, he's just not the guy. Great backup quarterback. Absolutely. He he might be one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, but you know, he got his shot, so I'm happy to see him out there doing his thing. But um, I don't think there's a whole lot more wins coming Pittsburgh's way this year. Um, that offensive line is probably the worst in the NFL. All right. Thanks, boys. I had a bit there, but you guys fucking knocked down the park for me. <laughs> so uh, we'll move on to the next game. Uh, it is Chicago Green Bay. Kyle, take it away. Oh, hang on. Okay, yeah, so... That was real assy of me, just not fucking leaving you dead in the water here. Uh, where the fuck is it? Uh, Packers or Bears going to the Packers. The Bears are 10-point underdogs here. Uh, the over-under is 42 points. Now take it away. Okay, so I think there are three good bets on this game. Um, I think the money line at plus 370 for Chicago is good value. Um, after the way the two teams performed last week, um, I think that right now the Packers are on par with what the Bears can do, specifically offensively. I don't think that the Packers are much better because we saw it. Nobody could get open, and when they were open, they were dropping all their passes. So um, until the Packers can prove that um, they can score points with Aaron Rodgers as their fucking quarterback – I'm going to fade them. Um, so I, I like the money line, but I'm actually taking the points. Uh, Chicago at plus 10. I love that cover. Um, it's a uh, minus 110 right now. Also, I would strongly suggest the under, uh, under 42. I don't, I just don't like points in this game either. I think it's going to be another gross, messy game. Uh, are, are they in Green Bay or in Chicago? They're, they're, they're in Green. That's another. See, this is why I like uh, for Chicago is because it's this early in the year. They can sneak up on Green Bay. Also, now Chicago doesn't have to go to Green Bay in the wintertime um, yeah. to play in that tundra. So, um, But I'm I'm kind of all over the Bears in this game um, as a homer and as a gambler. Just I think it's good value. But my lock for this game is Bears plus 10. I'd, I, I, I hate to – pick the same thing um <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna take the bears plus 10 uh dylan you do something and i'll find a different one it's a good whoa, bet whoa, whoa, hang on, hang on. You, you ain't gotta i mean you gotta find something different that's a bet you want i mean we all took fucking i think me and jb had carolina spread last week it ain't yeah, no. different all right I, i'm i'm all over the bears plus 10 here uh for all the reasons that kyle said and <laughs> and for the fact that I, I think them going into Green Bay after what they just went through, um, playing in the monsoon and and beating a I, – I don't want to say a, a significantly better team, but they beat a better team. Uh, it was a good team win, you know, all around. Uh, I think that, that builds a lot of morale, and you're going into a place that everyone on that team fucking hates. And they just watched Aaron act like a fucking complete cunt for four quarters. Uh, I think they just go in there and stick it up their ass and cover. At the very least, I see a cover. But I, like I said, I still like that uh, that money line value is pretty nice. So is that is you that your just... money line? Oh hell no! I took the points. <laughs> I, I mean, I might hedge my bets because I think that they're both really good value. Mm-hmm. So uh, do we know what JB picked for that game? Um, he did not send that to me, but if I had to guess, uh, I'd say he's taking points. 
but I don't know. We didn't really – he didn't send me that pick. Let me just mark him down for Chicago plus 10. Great. Uh, so I'll, I'm just going to keep mine short. Uh, I'm going to take the over. The over is hit in three out of the four last matchups. Um, I think this is as evenly matched as the Bears and Packers can be right now with the Packers receiving core being shitty. I think fucking uh, 42 and a half. I think I can see both teams score maybe 20 points in this game. Yeah, it's, it's a really 43. I think I think it should be I think it should be 44 points. I like 42 and a half. I like the over. Yeah. I I kind of agree with you. 42 is super low for an NFL game. Uh I mean, granted we saw a lot of it week 1, but that's week 1, so um I I kind of agree with y'all now. Minnesota Travels to the Philadelphia Eagles. Right now, the line is the Vikings are two-point underdogs on the road in Philly. Over-under is 50 and a half. Uh, so, yeah, I've got me locked in for the over. I'm a big over guy this week. I'm taking over 50 and a half points. This is going to be an absolute shootout. Justin Jefferson's going to eat. A.J. Brown's going to eat. Jalen Hurts is going to have 100 rushing. Kirk Cousins is going to throw 300 yards. This is going to be the game of the week this is going to be the game of the week it's the over if you bet the under in this game if you bet the under you are a scumbag this is an over this is a points dream this is going to be 35 30 uh 38 34 this is going to be a fucking barn burner of an offensive game well let me let me change my pick real quick i'm just kidding i wouldn't touch the under in this game just when you were listing off the players and you said Kirk Cousins, as after you had said Jalen Hurts, I thought you were going to say Kirk Cousins going to get 100 rushing yards. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be some shit? That would have been a bold pick. <laughs> we're we're lucky if he puts up one rushing. I was going to say two. I uh, I'll go. I I have Minnesota covering this. Uh, what they're two point dogs, right? Two and a half. Yeah, too. Uh, I, I think they cover this all day long. Uh, I I would take the money line, um, but it's better odds if you just take them to cover. So, um, I, that's not true. I don't know why I said that. I've been drinking since no. like one o'clock. Uh, <laughs> just excuse my excuse my fucking dumb brain, real quick. Um, See, I'm really I, high, so you just confused the fuck out of me for a second. I'm still cold sober, and this is miserable. I bet it is. <laughs> I, I, you know, you you were kind of sitting there. You muted yourself a couple times. I'm like, Dylan, Dylan is not happy with us right now. Uh, but <laughs> we've yeah, already we've already ran over an hour. I don't even know ah, why I say it. I want to keep it under an hour. Just fucking boys, we're here. Let's just keep going. It's a waste of time to do that. <laughs> it's uh, past my bedtime. We're fine. Let's keep going. Let's roll. Uh, I. I do think this is going to be a close game. Um, I I, th- I think that Minnesota inevitably covers, but I'm not willing to throw all my marbles in that that win basket. Um, so, so are you? You're taking Minnesota for the folks at home. So there's no confusion. You're taking yep. Minnesota plus two. Minnesota plus two. Okay, got it. Uh, the Eagles put up a bunch of points last week. Granted, they were they were playing the Lions, um, but. I, I think there's something to it. I mean that the Philly offense can be really potent if they if they get on a roll, um, and if Minnesota's defense is having a bad day, they can put up 38, 40 points if they want to. Um, 
do I think that Minnesota inevitably has it in them to stay super fucking tight with them? Absolutely, because Justin Jefferson, I said it last last week when we were at Dillon's, that motherfucker might he might catch two thousand yards this year. Dude, he's Randy Moss. He's a, he's that that kid's fucking electric. Um, he's Randy Moss with route with route running efficiency. Yeah, and I mean that's Dalvin what he Cook, is. Do you catch Dalvin Cook on a good day, and he's one of the best running backs in the league? So, I th- this this has over <laughs> and a tight game written all over it. Um, I've got. That's interesting because I think this is all Vikings. I got Vikings okay. money line plus one ten right now on DraftKings. Uh, I love the Vikings. I think the Vikings are probably going to win. I don't know four out of their first five games, and I think this is one of them. Um, I think it could be a playoff matchup because I think both of these teams eventually win their divisions. Um, especially now the Dax out, I, I think that's the Eagles' division to lose now. Yeah. Uh, I do have a, uh, so yeah, that's my pick. I have a, a little sleeper for any futures betters. I like the giants to make the playoffs to sneak in at nine and eight. I actually kind of love that. Yeah. If Saquon, if Saquon is truly back and he looked fucking bad last week against a decent defense, not a good defense, but a decent one. Um, I think that could have some value down the line. So uh, futures betters keep an eye on that as well. Okay, so uh, hang on a minute. You said on Cincinnati and Dallas, you said JB had the money line, and CJ, you had Cincinnati's money line too. Uh, I believe so. Yes, yes, yes. that's money line. That's money what line. JB had. Okay, right now it's minus 330. I just wanted to make sure yeah. that was correct. Okay, you got it. So we got everybody locked in here. Speaking of that, what's JB's pick for uh, Minnesota and Philly? He he only sent me two picks tonight. <laughs> well, I guess one was fucking, the Bengals. I guess hey. you're picking for him. Uh, I, you know, I'll just fucking get a hold of him later and get his fucking pick for that. I'll tell you what, an Illinois nine slash Carolina seven will change a man. Just does wild JB, shit to you. JB, you fucking changed, bro. You fucking changed. All right. It's been six months. I'm not thrilled with the results. Yeesh. Mortal lock time. Uh, the New Orleans Saints are my mortal lock this week at plus two and a half. Tom Brady on his time with the Buccaneers is 0-4 against the spread. He has He's also 0-4 win-loss. He's never beaten the Saints. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to keep going this weekend. Jameis Winston looked good. I know they struggled against the Falcons. They Jameis looked good in the second half of that game. Uh, the, they have no offensive line there in Tampa Bay. They're going to the Superdome. Uh, who the fuck's the guy? Their edge rusher, Cameron Jordan. Where the fuck's his name? Yep. Yeah. He's going. He's mm-hmm. going to eat. Um, it's going to be hyper competitive, but I think that Michael Thomas looked good too. Michael Thomas, yeah, slant old slant boy. boy was fucking showing out. Slant boy was running slants. Uh, I think it's a. It, this is my, this is my game of the year. Hundred percent, eat the W, Mister Crab Legs, bet of the year. And dude, this this dude in his post game interview was off his fucking right. Somebody needs to check on that man. He was high as a kite, and that's why dude, he is my I, stone cold lock of the century. Pain was, pain was <laughs> everywhere. 
Like, what are you talking about, bro? That he was all glory. Pain was everywhere. Glory to God. It was his line. Come on, bro. Just a bad. It's a wild motherfucker. He's fucking. He's something else, man. Actually, I like that pick though, Dylan. Kyle, we got. I've got JB's lock of the week. It is Miami plus three and a half. Oh. Shocking Jake riding the fucking Miami train. I'm surprised it wasn't <laughs> Minnesota to cover. Yep. Typical JB. All right. Uh, so that's uh, JB's pick. Kyle, what's your pick? My pick is over 54 points in the Chargers Chiefs game. Wow, oh, that's a good one. It's going to be electric tomorrow night. I can't wait, man. I, You know, like, we, we've we been – I mean, the, the Bills-Rams game was kind of a bust. Uh, but, I mean, like – I don't know. It was kind of it, fun watching them get their shit pushed in. <laughs> yeah. I watched like, every I mean, second of that game. Me too. <laughs> but, I mean, like, going into it, you know, like you think, oh, this – like, it's Super Bowl contenders, you know, going at it. This week, yeah. it's the same deal. Super Bowl contenders going at it. I love the fact in that division the NFL, rivals. Yeah, I love the fact the NFL is putting good games on Thursday night because yeah. last year it was like fucking Giants, Jets, fucking Jags, Falcons. Like it wasn't good, you know. Like yeah, there's a football game on, but you know who gives a flying fuck? Uh, but right. yeah. I think it's. I don't think I watched a single Thursday night football game last week. I I turned them on and just got fucking blitzed out of my mind, and then you know just let it go from there. Not that that's any different from this year, but uh, my my lock for the week this week is back to the Detroit Lions over forty five and a half against the Washington Commanders. Both of these teams. Gave up 30 points last week. Uh, the commanders gave up 28 um, against – or no, yeah, right? 28-22 against Philly. They lost. Is that right? Uh, sounds right. Sounds about right. Uh, so, the 22 – The commanders didn't lose. They beat the Jags. Oh, we're talking about last week? Yeah, they beat the Jags. Yeah, but they, they gave up almost 30 points, right? Um. Mm-hmm. They did. I'm pretty sure they gave 22. 22, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. 22 points. Um, That's not a lot. No, but also uh, Detroit put up uh, 35 against the Eagles. So the Eagles look broke ass defense. That's fine. I I think both of these teams. That that, that team is all offense. That's fine. I'm completely yeah. okay with that. That's what I'm saying. Like both both of these teams give up points. That both of them can score. Like they neither of the they, these teams might end up being bad, but they don't have bad offenses. So I I think it's I think it's an easy over 48. Yeah, I think people are more down on Washington than they should be. Um, yeah. They're a very well coached team. Ron Rivera, whether you like him or you hate him, he's a fucking terrific football coach. Yeah, he he may be a red ass mm-hmm. motherfucker, but he's a good coach. Um, he uh, they've got some they've got some real talent there. Once they get Chase healthy full time, 
Robertson um, coming back. Yeah, um, they they got some guys. Um, I think they could sneak up on some teams this year. Uh, Carson Wentz is not by any means an elite starting quarterback, but he's a good. He can he can be a good starting quarterback. <laughs> he essentially makes. Right. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 fuck off. Let me finish. Um, he essentially made two bad throws that entire game. They were both picks. But other than that, he looked all right. Put up 30 points. He, he did what he had to do to win games. Now they had to throw the ball 50 fucking times because Antonio Gibson's a fucking slack division four. Fucking bum. Did uh did Carson Wentz have a better team surrounding him last year in Indianapolis in week 16? No. Week 17? Not offensively. Okay. Uh, so Jonathan Taylor dude. was – okay, so no. Okay. We but, yeah, know. but that's all he had. Michael Pittman. Was yeah, just play. like now, all he has. Why got, is Michael Pittman just like the second Curtis? coming of Jesus? All he's the time. a great receiver. He had a terrific stat line last week. He was fine last year too. He could, Pittman was yeah, but a jump last year with fucking Matt Ryan. He didn't take a jump because Carson Wentz a bum. Carson you Wentz only plays good when it's seventy six degrees outside. Yeah, but you can't you can't put all your fucking marbles in just two guys. The fuck you can't work in New England. Julian Edelman, Rob Gronkowski. We wrote that to the Super Bowl. <laughs> So That's okay, fair enough. I just I, I still have corrected. it. In, you know, I, listen, Carson he played went, well. Oh, all right, four touchdowns. No, don't picks. you stop. Go on the rate you want to go on. No, I ain't got any boys. We're going on shooting the shit. Uh, that was fucking shit post picks oh week goodness. two. I'm out. I can't. Like, so we're gonna overreact to me saying, "Oh, the Niners, the Niners might be shit." And we're gonna overreact to Carson's all of a sudden a good quarterback. Come on, man. I'm he, not overreacting. He, to the I Niners said he was fine. Shit. Yeah, the he, Niners he could be. For the record, I said he can be a good quarterback. I didn't say but he that, was. Okay, so he can be a good quarterback, but that's like fucking. Uh, that, that that's very few and far in between. That's like saying that fucking. I don't know. I'm burnt out. I'm burnt out right now. I ain't got anything for you. Carson, Carson Wentz can be a good quarterback when the, it's 76 degrees and he has wheat toast in the morning and his wife kisses him on the forehead three times. Then he, then okay, he can so be a good Is that what happened last week? I thoroughly I, I hope would, that What that, the fuck are we talking about? I, mean, I, I thoroughly get, I hope that that's his everyday. Huh? What'd you say? I thoroughly hope that that's his everyday routine. If that's his routine, he needs to keep doing it because I guess he's a good quarterback. But he could he couldn't do that shit last year in Indy against Jacksonville when it fucking mattered. But a week one throwaway game, yeah, Carson's a great quarterback. Be a good quarterback when it don't matter. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I'm I didn't say he was great. I, I, I just said that. Yeah, I was kind of his team's one and oh. I was Detroit's yeah. Detroit's defense is trash, so I think that there's going to be a lot of points scored. Oh, I'm not doubting yeah. that points. Yeah, yeah. yeah Curtis points Samuel and fucking Curtis Samuel and Scary Terry are going to fucking eat, dude. I love it. You see that fucking you see that fucking touchdown he caught in that game? My God. Yeah. I love Terry. Moving on from the picks, we are going <laughs> into shooting the shit with the boys. Uh let me flip script here. Do, 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 do. There it is. Things you can say playing golf you can't say to your wife. Um, fuck you, you dirty motherfucker. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a real good one. I, I'll tell you what there there's been there's been some times you know that I've wanted to do so, but <laughs> my my wife is a lovely lady. She is currently in a uh, at a fucking conference in Chicago, so she can't yell at me right now. She might later though. Uh, Kyle, what do you got? I've I've got a couple, so I got I got a say less, bro. Say less. No, it's fine. 
That's fine. <laughs> um, Give you dirty cunt. Yeah, that that's a pretty good. Oh one. come like, on, I, man! You're not even gonna make a golf reference. No, I I rarely do. That's a good point. I mean, get in the hole. Uh, I can't. I mean, I, I think well, I say yeah. fuck you, you motherfucker. Probably fuck or fuck you, you dirty bitch. Fucking a hundred times. <laughs> I think we all do that. If I say, oh, my- you fat bitch. My fucking fat. My chunk of shot. <laughs> I'll hit that. <laughs> you chunky whore. Are you chunky you bitch? Can't say that. No, you can't say that at all. Oh fuck. Uh, mine is. Uh, you're just not holding it right. You know, you got to. You, you got to adjust your grip. <laughs> let me let uh, me sh- let me show you uh, how to grip hey, this. Here's one. Hey, fucko, throw me a beer. <laughs> my. Do you want to know my second one? I had a second one too. It was, uh, uh, man, I I really tore it up on the front, but, man, I just blew it on her back. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, one. speaking of, we do have a golf outing coming up this weekend. We sure do. We'll be sure to get some footage for that. I got a brand new, where's it at? Got this little fucking bipod here. You fucking set your phone right here. You set that motherfucker on the ground, and then you just fucking record your footage. So yeah, I, I apologize. Blow the dust off the shit golf, and that will be coming your way. Yeah, I, I apologize for the last outing. We were we were playing mediocre, and I got I got caught up in the game, and I didn't get any footage of it. Um, but me and Dylan are riding in the same cart this week, uh, so it should be pretty easy for us to just throw a tripod out and uh, go for go. So uh, hopefully we don't drink too much. I, I say hopefully, hopefully, you know. Yeah, what's the over under on that? Uh, what What do you think, Kyle? What do you think our over under is on eighteen holes beers during an outing? What do you think it is? At least twelve. A piece uh, or separately? Fair. No, total. We're talking total points. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's a good guess. I, I think. I think last. I'd say the total is probably closer to twenty, but I think it's at least twelve between you two. Uh, the the last outing between the four of us, I think we drank twenty three. We had one left over at the end. Yeah, I think you'll get at least twelve. Over twelve, I'm taking over twelve. Minus one ten. Well, you you want to put ten bucks on it? No, I don't. Yeah, because I'll I make that over. Slap, to my this week. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, super excited for that, though. Uh, we should have some some pretty good content coming from that. Um, I uh, we're gonna move Dylan's uh, post game analysis to the socials, uh, to Facebook, to our shit post page, and to TikTok. So I'll post all of his uh, post game analysis to TikTok. I can't, I can't wait until he talks about the Bears going two and zero. On pa- be great on Patriots post game. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's it's definitely. Just seep, it's just gonna seep into your brain. Hey, you're <laughs> gonna shit when I show up in a Bears jersey. We are desperately out of time. We're gonna wrap this up. Uh, <laughs> we're done here. CJ, got anything for the people? And then hit the yeah, man. Yeah. Check out. Uh, check out RBF. Check out two dumb witches. We got all that going. The girls are just banging out good ta- good content. Uh, if you're into uh, hentai porn or uh, anything like that. 
check out uh, Too Dumb Witches. That was a joke. They they just they picked their uh, what was it the their favorite uh, or like hottest cartoon characters. Is that what it was? Uh, hey, do you want? Hey, just real quick, do you just real quick? Do you guys want to know why hentai isn't creepy? Because that's not someone's daughter. No, it's not creepy at all. It's just fine. Uh, anyway, they, they are, <laughs> at least now we know what CJ's into. Nah, yeah, well, uh, banger of an episode there. Uh, RBF just killing it. Um, golf shit. Uh, my dog is eating my arm. Uh, stay fresh, cheese balls. I gotta get out of here. Goodbye.